services, and organizations that benefit you as a citizen of Forsyth County. Welcome to Empowering You, your host, Brian Anthony. Good afternoon. It is high noon in the triad. Welcome to Empowering You. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, General Manager of WSNC 90.5 FM, Brian Anthony. Empowering You is a show where we highlight local nonprofits in our city, county, and the region, and the many services they provide the citizens of Forsyth County and the Triad. And we'll introduce you to as many of our local corporations that have community initiatives designed to benefit you and continue to make our region a great place to live. Not only do we feature nonprofits and corporate community initiatives, we'll also hear from our local entities like the Health Department, the Winston-Salem Forsyth County Schools, and the city of Winston-Salem. We've also added one more monthly feature that focuses on staying true to the name of this show, empowering you by focusing on empowerment, specifically women's empowerment with our special guest partner. All packed into a one-hour show. We hope that you make it a point to join us every Sunday following money-making conversations at noon. Also, if you miss it, the podcast will be available on our website, as is all of our public affairs programming, just by logging on to WSNCRadio.org and clicking Media on our navigation bar. You can also access our website on our free mobile app that you can download in your device's app store, whether that's Google Play or Apple Store. There are two things I love talking about. Uh, One was the last show we were talking about kids. And then one of my other passions is entrepreneurship. And my guest today has a monumental task of selling Winston-Salem to any business, any entity that thinks about moving here. I'm talking about the Greater Winston-Salem Chamber of Commerce, President and CEO, Mark Owens. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me today, Brian. Oh, man. I'm, I'm so excited to have you here because I think it's going to benefit so many people in our community that um, are, are working on post-pandemic and ideas. And, and we know that the workforce is up and down. I see signs everywhere I go in this country about uh, hiring. Right. And people are not trying to do that. They're trying to do other things. They're trying to create businesses. So let's let's get into that. Um, first of all, how did you all fare through the pandemic? Obviously, we're still not as thick into it as we were, but how that changed. Were you able to spend on a dime and how were you able to do that? Well, first off, I think all of us have been spending on dimes since mm-hmm. it started and trying to still figure it out. I, I feel like I, I do want to say that you know, we became kind of Greater Winston-Salem, Inc. and, and brought economic recruitment mm-hmm. of new companies into the Chamber of Commerce organization mm-hmm. in December of 19. So right. just from a timing standpoint, it was right before the pandemic right. hit. We started, that. Yeah. we started having those conversations and decided to do that, our boards did, in December of 19. And so when we launched on April 1st, mm-hmm. April Fool's Day of 2020, <laughs> uh, the irony there of launching, we launched virtual as Greater Winston-Salem, Inc with this new with this new brand, this new mission mm-hmm. to try to also include recruiting companies. But I would say like everybody, we, we, we retreated and we tried to figure out, make sure everyone was safe first. Mm-hmm. And I think Chamber of Commerce work, what I, one of the things I love about it the most 
is we try to help people. Mm-hmm. And and when companies are in trouble or, or something's going on, that's when we're needed the most. Mm-hmm. So I'm really proud of our team and our board. We were able to pivot. We were able to go remote. We had a lot of that set up mm-hmm. prior to the pandemic. So we got a head start. And we jumped in and started finding grant money and, and advocating for businesses and other dollars to come through that we could get right back to the business community with emergency grants and dollars right away. But I will say we're also funded by businesses. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, as a as a 501c6 nonprofit, a membership organization, we still we rely on funding from our, our private business community. And so I feel like we've done okay. We had mm-hmm. good reserves. We've been able to plan. Most importantly, we've been able to help the citizens and businesses here in Forsyth County. Okay. But we also have challenges ahead, just like just like those businesses we serve. Yeah. Um, you have your finger on the pulse of the business community. How did COVID affect a lot of these businesses? Were they able to survive? There were a lot of restaurants that went away. Just what kind of effect did you see on the community overall? It's a really good question. I think it it – Number one, I would say there were a lot of businesses that did close Mm -hmm. and that maybe was because of COVID or COVID was that final straw to Mm -hmm. say, I'm ready to retire. This is the time to do it. Or I was thinking of selling. Now's Mm -hmm. the time to do it. So sometimes it's hard to differentiate. Did COVID close the business or were there other factors? And that was part of that factor in it. What I will say, though, is, as you mentioned just a moment ago, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. A lot of people decided to either leave or were laid off of a job that they had and said, I'm going to start my own business back yeah. up. Yeah. So while we have business closures, we had business starts coming right at the around. So you look at businesses or restaurants specifically that have closed. The Downtown Partnership is putting out a list uh, next week as well about businesses that have come back to life or, or went into vacant spaces. Okay. So we just saw a lot of change, I would say, most of all, and people having to do business differently. Mm-hmm. I would say the acceleration to the digital online age mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. rapid. I think in a couple months, you packed in two to three years of evolution of digital presence yeah. that yeah. fast. Yeah. And I think that was one of the biggest areas of change yeah. that I saw. Moving forward, as we have been uh, I guess we've been titling it uh, the comeback or coming back to life. What, what are you guys doing in that regard? You already set up technology-wise to continue to operate during the pandemic. Now what is the biggest task getting people back to life? It's a really great question. I think we kind of went in stages of get everybody safe and figure out how to do those communication partnerships together, find grant, keeping businesses alive find new ways to do those platforms. So Mm -hmm. Zoom, Microsoft Teams, WebEx, Mm -hmm. whatever that platform is now, how do we still communicate? Mm -hmm. I think our next step and the step we're in now is getting to a point where Zoom and that remote element's not going away. Mm -hmm. But when do you use that and when do you really need that in-person setting? You know, in Winston-Salem, we have a lot of office buildings. Yes, we Um, do. And we need those office buildings to have people in them. Yes, we do. And so I think a big push for us is trying to make that comfort level of, what does that look like, the new office era look like? Because mm-hmm. think about it, that that person who goes into work at the office, they walk to lunch, they mm-hmm. shop on mm-hmm. their way home, mm-hmm. they're driving to and from and creating more business opportunities at the shops and stores they pass. Mm-hmm. If they're working from home all day, they're not walking out to lunch Absolutely. and doing things differently. Absolutely. And so we're really trying to encourage that back to the office in a safe way, but also understanding that the world's changed. So maybe that in-office job is three days a week versus five days a week Mm -hmm. and too remote. So I think our next step as a community and and what we're really focusing on is trying to find that delicate balance so Mm -hmm. that that trickle-down effect to all of our retail and restaurant businesses 
can grow and be stronger and people can make those decisions. I think that's why you've seen more residential mm-hmm. units mm-hmm. in downtown mm-hmm. is trying to capitalize on still trying to create some density to be able to walk to those businesses. And right. we now have over 5,000 residential units in downtown Winston-Salem. It's exploding. It's exploding. I, I, every, time I, every time I look around, I'm going, should I sell my house now and get one of these downtown? It is, it's been really interesting. I always thought it was you know younger people before they bought their first home potentially or, or people that have just moved to the community. Uh, it is a blend of all yes, ages yes. and people moving or just downsizing or wanting a different lifestyle. I think we all hit pause at some point during mm-hmm. the pandemic and said, mm-hmm. what's important to me? And a lot of people said, I don't want a yard. I want to be able to walk to restaurants right. and I'm going to well, be downtown. Well, the, the main thing is, you know, when you have an acre worth of grass and you're cutting it with a self-propelled mower, you, you, you at some point in time get in your mind, this is not part of my future. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> so right. You downsize. There are a couple of things that you mentioned, and, and I want to touch on these two for the sake of downtown and and how everything is changing with the with the new apartments and the new facilities downtown. I just went on a conference in Chicago for a week. Stayed in downtown Chicago where the conference is. And I can tell you, I have never seen, and I used to live in Chicago and work in Chicago. Very similar to New York. Streets always crowded around Magnificent Mile, around West uh, Michigan Avenue. I didn't see that this time. And a lot of that has to do with remote working, people not working in the same locations. And I can tell you firsthand, it's having a, a, a very, not negative effect, but it's having a challenging effect on downtown Chicago because think about all those restaurants they have. We sit here and go, what do I want to eat today? We got, we got a few great locations, but Chicago has one mm-hmm. on every block. And I'm telling you, it was not the activity that I was accustomed to. The other part of remote working, I think, Uh, My difficulty in trying to do business is getting people on the phone or getting people to answer emails, hiding behind either one of those two things. So I think I think it's important for us to while life has changed around us, there are certain things that we have to kind of go back to that are much more functional than what a lot of technology allows us to perceive it to be, I think. I agree with you. And I think as our size of a community in Winston-Salem mm-hmm. is an advantage in terms of we can know each other a little mm-hmm. bit better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you can build a relationship in person, that's just you can't you can't can replicate that. it. Yeah, you can't do that. that. And I think that's where we we understand as a community, especially mm-hmm. in the business side, that the more we can get people together, as long as we're doing it in a safe and appropriate manner. Absolutely. Then those those relationships are going to form and they're going to develop into whatever that may be. And it's going to help our community go forward. And it's really interesting to see these larger cities. And we're seeing here in Winston-Salem still this idea of mid-sized cities having growth in population. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. outpaced our population growth numbers. We were over 7% population growth. You're seeing and hearing stories of people moving from the bigger cities. Yes. They're yes. wanting a little more space. That quality of life, cost of living yes. proposition is changing. But we got to make sure we continue to have the amenities for mm-hmm. all of our residents of the entire community. Because mm-hmm. downtown, since we're talking about it, is a living room for everyone. And yes. it needs to be that place. And hopefully we can continue to have those offerings so you can walk around and, and have those great restaurants. But yeah. that's my plug for buy local real quick. You know, <laughs> if you don't go support them, they're not going to still be there. So they try to be. try to go visit our local business as much as possible. 
Let's get into the mission of uh, Greater Winston-Salem, Inc. Um, most people know you as the, the Chamber of Commerce, but under a totally different name for a great reason. Let's get into the mission. Your, your mission basically is to help facilitate business in the community. That's right. We want to help create the best business environment for everyone here in Forsyth County and provide opportunities, whether you're starting, growing, mm-hmm. locating mm-hmm. your business. And we, we do it with three main real goals in mind, which are our 2030 plan. And we instead of kind of laying out a mission and vision, we said we want to do three main things. They all tie together. Our first is to be the top mid-sized city in the southeast. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be Charlotte. We don't want to be Raleigh. That's okay. Mm-hmm. We want to be a top mid-sized city, have our own character, have our own identity, and really lean into that. We want to be a more equitable community. We want to produce opportunities for everyone and create conversations and opportunities for everyone to get together and have economic mobility. We see that through the lens of economic job opportunities, career opportunities, and growing businesses and being a great place to start your business. And then our third is to be the best place to raise a family. We surveyed 100 people. 70 of the responses talked about this is a great place to raise a family. Almost every city in America says they're a great place to live, work, learn, and play. Mm-hmm. We just want a different twist on that. And we understand that we do really well recruiting 27-year-olds and up mm-hmm. when they're starting to have to write their own rent check or their own <laughs> cell it's phone bill. It's a little different, bill. folks. It's a little different. It starts to change a little <laughs> bit. And I think we, uh, we understand that, that we have a great value proposition mm-hmm. from, a, from a cost of living with a balance of the amenities we call that our quality of life, our lifestyle component. Mm-hmm. And so those are the three main areas that we work on. But our main job is to support the existing business community that's here. It's great to read about new businesses that are coming in the community. But over 85% of new jobs come from existing businesses. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's really important to what we're about. That's great. We're going to get into entrepreneurship in a minute, but I want to get into the economic development side and what sure. you do there. There were several areas um, as I did my research preparing for our interview today, that I pinpointed um, real estate target sectors that I definitely want to get into, local data, um, locate and expand, which is, I guess, people either deciding to expand where they are or people relocating here. And then, of course, uh, Tech Talent Fund. Yeah. Uh, let's get into those. Absolutely. That's a lot of our great offerings that we have. So winstonsalem.com is that website where you found a lot of – there's it's my shameless plug. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's our great, our great website. We encourage people to check yes. it out. So what we really do is we, we focus on uh, existing businesses. We visit our top 100 employers in the community. We help businesses of all size grow find their challenges that they have. Right now, a lot of that's talent and, mm-hmm. and workforce components, but yeah, it could be – tough. It, it, it's so tough. I know we'll talk about that in a little mm-hmm. bit, but we also have sign ordinances and different things that come up for businesses that we try to help uh, facilitate new discussions and provide direction on how they can grow and manage through that. But a lot of what you're talking about on the economic development side now is related to our recruitment aspect that we okay. talk about. Okay. So we, we market Winston-Salem for Scythe County to the world. We focus on different cities and different pockets of the communities across our country mm-hmm. and across other regions in the world. And we tell the story of who Winston-Salem is. And we look at those target sectors. We look at healthcare. We look at logistics and distribution, advanced manufacturing. 
We look at the offices and headquarter opportunities that we here have here. And then we look and see what are companies that can match up with those target sectors and mm-hmm. how do we go look at that. Another one of our target sectors that's new and evolving is aerospace. We have wow. such a tradition of aerospace here in our community. Mm-hmm. But we also look at electric vertical and takeoff. Think of drones that take off and can move packages and different things. Mm-hmm. And we help recruit those companies to come here. We do that by talking to site consultants that are much like a real estate agent for businesses, if yeah, you will. Yeah. And we had one this morning, a conversation from – right outside of Detroit. Mm-hmm. We had a, a site consultant in town from Chicago. I should have mm-hmm. had him come talk to you to tell him about why it's great to be here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd, I'd have been good for that one. We'll bring you in next time. Uh, absolutely. So it's been really exciting to kind of talk about what you mentioned real estate, what sites are available. So the, the process, just to get really granular here, is you got to have a great piece of land available for that business to want to be able to buy or lease and come in and have a site. Right. They want to be able to build it fast and they want to be able to produce their goods or move their goods from that space. Mm-hmm. And they need great people to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think we have all of those ingredients uh, to really produce a great result when we tell that story. We just sometimes have to do a little bit more work to get our name out there. So who is Winston-Salem? What are we about? What is out there? Changing to a more digital world so people can see the sites and learn about us on online in a visual way. That's Mm -hmm. been a real uh, big push for us. Mm -hmm. And then we specifically uh, have identified tech talent as an area of of challenge. Mm -hmm. A lot of our companies want to hire what do they call our tech talent and everybody defines that differently. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they look at just population size and feel like we don't have enough people necessarily. Mm-hmm. And so we have to try to overcome that. And we cr- produced a fund that can help companies pay uh, $5,000 in a fund. We can grant them $5,000 to mm-hmm. help move or to hire a new tech position. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of breaks down that barrier here to say there's other incentives, if you will, to try to move here and hire the right people and really grow those businesses here in our community. And we tell that through data. Mm-hmm. I believe in storytelling. I believe in listening to your show and hearing stories. Yes. But I also believe in providing data and saying population growth, 7%. Mm-hmm. You know, our, mm-hmm. our combined statistical area, when you look at Greensboro, High Point, and Winston, mm-hmm. 1.7 million people, 816,000 mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. in our workforce. The numbers don't lie in our storytelling, and they complement each other well. So that's why we – use our site in that way and in those breakdowns of in our economic development to really try to tell that story and hit on whatever is that company or that site consultant's looking for. Oh, that's great. Tech Talent Fund, that's great when you're looking for, I can tell you, finding talent is a challenge. It's a challenge. Um, and then the other thing that, that I wanted to pinpoint, you already did that very well, were the categories of the different types of businesses with your target sectors. What what are some what are top five off the top of your head sectors that are here in the in the, in this community? Sure. Almost thirty three percent of our entire workforce of the county are in education and health services. So okay. you think about education and healthcare, mm-hmm. that is almost a third of our population work in that field. So mm-hmm. then we break that down into the life sciences lab component. So we talk about education, life sciences, aviation and aerospace. There's still a significant presence at Smith Reynolds Airport, mm-hmm. the largest general aviation airport in the state, meaning no commercial passenger traffic. And that's a big advantage when you're talking about maintenance, repair and overhaul, mm-hmm. the opportunity for unmanned electric vehicle takeoff and landing mm-hmm. um, vehicles like eVTOL. Uh, machines that can transport goods and services we talked about business headquarters and office services mm-hmm. we have office spaces we talked about we do mm-hmm. really well as a headquarter or a regional 
um, employment base. Think about Haynes Brands and Gardner Foods, for example. Tying into our entrepreneurial roots, you got mm-hmm. Reynolds and you've got Wells Fargo, uh, Truist as well, still with a major presence here. So we do really well in those sectors. And then advanced manufacturing, which means a lot to a lot of different people. But mm-hmm. one of the things that I think a lot of people don't think about is our tech talent fund is hiring a lot of people in advanced manufacturing yes. because yes. you're making product and you're on that, that manufacturing line. You're most of the time seeing iPads and mm-hmm. robotics and different mm-hmm. things tying into the equation there. And so those are our main areas of focus as we're growing and recruiting companies. And a lot of it comes into that as well in a distribution facility. Okay. So okay. geographically, we're part of the Carolina core right here in the Piedmont Triad. Mm-hmm. We're right in the heart of the state, the state that's been ranked by two different outlets, the best state in the country to do business mm-hmm. and by Site Selection Magazine and, and MSM, or CNBC, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And so right in the middle of the state yes. that's hot right yes. now for business. Yes. People want to put their product here and they want to move their product to anywhere. Within yes. 650 miles of Winston-Salem is over half of the United States population. Wow. So you think about moving product, we're in a great spot for that. So that's another main industry sector. Absolutely. Um, interesting Interesting. you mentioned that, and I can tell you, as a person that moved here from St. Louis, that that my, my mother still asked me, are you ever going to move? No, I'm not, because I'm centrally located an hour east of Charlotte, an hour west of Raleigh, We've got the mountains less than two hours away. We've got the ocean less than, what, three and a half hours. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything that I want to do, if there's any quality of life that I'm missing, chances are I'm going to find it within three hours or so. So that's that's a great selling point for this neck of the woods. Um, Let's get into entrepreneurship. What are the services that you provide somebody that's thinking about going in entrepreneurship, developing their own business? What Oh, and let me rephrase this, too. We're talking, before I forget, 20-something minutes into the show, (laughs) we're talking to uh, Greater Winston-Salem, Inc. Uh, Many of you know them as the Chamber of Commerce. We're talking to the president and CEO, CEO Mark Owens. Let's get into the entrepreneurship piece. What services do you offer entrepreneurs? Yeah, I think, you know, all of us have a little bit of entrepreneurial spirit Mm -hmm. in some way, shape, or form, even if you're going into to your job every day, you've got an idea of how to make it better and how mm-hmm. you want to do that. And we we understand that here in Winston-Salem for Scythe County, entrepreneurship is in our DNA, you mm-hmm. know, from Haynes Brands to Wachovia to Reynolds and, and Garner Foods, Texas Pete, many more Krispy Kreme startup companies. And so what we focus on now is we have a full-time uh, position, our dar- director of entrepreneurial initiatives, Clay Johnson. Clay does a great job of not trying to, Greater Winston-Salem Inc., we're not trying to harness the entrepreneurial ecosystem, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we want to try to coordinate amongst, there's over 30 nonprofit organizations in Winston-Salem that help entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to do is try to bring those groups together, try to be, create a resource finder is one of the things that we did as a a product on our site, winstonsalem.com. You're thinking about starting a business and you don't know where to get plugged in. You can go to this site and you can click buttons and say, hey, I'm a startup in this phase, or I'm in the idea phase. I'm Mm -hmm. a creative business Mm -hmm. or whatever you may be into in Mm -hmm. terms of starting your business. And you can get right away a report and say, here are the three or four entrepreneurial support organizations that we want to introduce you to Mm -hmm. and help you get plugged in right away. So we do another event called Founders Forum. Mm -hmm. That's where we 
bring founders of companies that have already had success and mm-hmm. tell their story to budding entrepreneurs. Okay. We have a lot of other connecting events where we get together and just mingle and meet each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also partner with um, some of those support organizations like Hustle, Center for Creative Economy, Winston Starts for educational opportunities. Mm-hmm. So you can learn about what is the tax status need to be. Do I need to be an LLC or S Corp? What do I need to do mm-hmm. in order to get that going? We have great partners. So we we kind of feel our role is convening. We convene the right. groups together. Right. We try to tell the story for companies, encourage people to think about starting their business. But we also created a new fund called the Whisper Fund. Hmm. It's a partner roundtable fund. So we have recruited over 75 people in our community to pledge to invest up to twenty to $30,000 a year mm-hmm. into startup businesses here in Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. And so it's this idea of reinvesting into the businesses that are already here in your community. Mm-hmm. And so part of the requirements is you must be located in Winston-Salem for Scythe County. And we have people that are investing in those businesses and creating a culture of investing. And so mm-hmm. when we hear about access to capital, you don't necessarily have to leave our great community mm-hmm. in order to be funded as a startup. You just got to have a great plan and be able to get there. And our job is to help walk businesses through that journey of mm-hmm. that path and get to the right spot and where they're going. So it's a lot of fun. We hear a lot of different ideas all the time. Do you provide a lot of workshops to help instruct those that are interested in entrepreneurship? Well, I'll tell you, we mostly try to partner with our um, organizations that do that, such as the Small Business Center, such mm-hmm. as the Center for Creative Economy, as I mentioned, um, Hustle, the Innovation Quarter is launching a new program called Spark. Mm-hmm. We try to actually direct to already existing organizations. Right. Right, right. Instead of recreating something, we, mm-hmm. we try to look and say, is there a gap? If there is, we'll jump in and do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, right before COVID, we had launched kind of a, a call-in where you could get to ask the expert. So mm-hmm. if you needed a legal advice, but it wasn't, I need an attorney. Right. On retainer, right. you could get an hour of free consultation. We launched some of those programs to be able to give that kind of a helpline, if you will, call-in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But our main goal is to try to be that that broker that says, okay, this is where you are in the life cycle. This organization is the group that can help you the most right now. Mm -hmm. And then here's your concierge walking plan through that process. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's go to the small business center. Let's apply for the NCIDEA grant. Okay. You're making something that has to do with clothing. For example, center for creative economy, Margaret Collins would be the right person to talk with. She has a specialty on helping creative businesses start and grow. Mm -hmm, After mm -hmm. that, after you succeed through their velocity program, Winston starts is your next step. So we try to help map that out. If you think about it as a business plan for your business, or that we, we joke sometimes and call it a graduation plan for your business of Mm -hmm. how you step up and, and grow. We'll step in and create the opportunity if it's missing, mm-hmm. but we already have such a great ecosystem. Most of the time, it's just getting, being that, that mouthpiece and getting it to the right person. I, I think that's the unique thing about this community. Um, talk to the leadership, Winston-Salem, talk to United Way, and everybody, including yourself, doesn't speak of trying to dominate providing services by yourself. Everybody is collectively doing that. And I think that that's huge for this community. It's it's, it's really huge. our unique characteristic that separates us. I yeah, think we are huge. we believe in the phrase together. That's something we talk about mm-hmm. a lot and mm-hmm. and it can be through Winston Salem State's Enterprise Center, through Winston Starts, all the, there's not a there's not a need to take credit. The credit right, needs to right, go right, to the entrepreneur. Right, right, like we're right. just here to support. That's right. what we're here to do. Right. And as long as we can have that collective spirit about us as a community, mm-hmm. we can do mm-hmm. some amazing things. I think so too. I think that's 
monumental. Let's get into talent and workforce. Now, um, obviously, with all the universities around here, the educational initiatives that you provide are obvious. Um, let's get into the young professionals. Now, that's interesting for me because that means that, and, and I've seen it here on campus when I go talk to students uh, about what they want to do in the next five years. Everybody's going to be a millionaire. That's and right. And I'm like, good, hurry up and get there so I can come work for you. <laughs> That's right. So young professionals, let's talk about that. Yeah, I think we break that down in a lot of different ways. I mean, we, we really have, we have an under 40 program that we call Winston Under 40, and we have over a mm-hmm. thousand members. Uh, mm-hmm. It's completely free to be a part of. It's just trying to connect our young professionals in the community. We, we kind of loosely call that right after college mm-hmm. um, into up to around 40. We joke that we don't card because you don't have to be necessarily <laughs> just 40. But what we, what we really want to do is try to help. Our main goal is to help those individuals connect mm-hmm. and maybe put some roots down and mm-hmm. find ways to get plugged in. We hear so many organizations want to have a younger board or get new ideas, but they don't have the ability to access that younger talent. And mm-hmm. so this organ, this, this group and this organization within the greater one Salem Inc, if you will, we really try to bring those individuals together and get them connected with the business community. But we also really start with our talent and workforce even before we, we really get down into the middle schools mm-hmm. um, and doing some more in the elementary schools uh, in terms of reading coaching and developing that connection with the next wave of, of leadership in our community. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite programs we do is um, our Spire internship program, where we help students at our high schools have paid internships. Oh, really? So they have what they call career opportunities and career exploration, mm-hmm. $15 an hour and can go work while they're in high school wow. and learn about different programs and opportunities and say, hey, I really want to get into to this, this role in banking. Okay. Then I go do the internship and say, maybe that's not for me, mm-hmm. or maybe it is mm-hmm. for me. And mm-hmm. now I can dream and have wow. this hope and, wow. and growth. And that's been something I've been really excited that we offer. We also do a dropout prevention program in mm-hmm. high school. Uh, we had a 98% graduation rate for students that we had pair with an individual business member mentor mm. to really provide that one-on-one mm. coaching. And then, as you mentioned, our college students, we have six amazing colleges and universities here in Winston-Salem mm-hmm. and trying to really partner with those those schools and universities to showcase being a part of the community mm-hmm. and how to how to have their graduates want to consider staying in Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. We know that sometimes a lot of our graduates are going to a different city, mm-hmm. but if we can stay in touch with them, as I mentioned earlier, as mm-hmm. we get to that 25, mm-hmm. 26, 27-year-old time, we have a really good magnetism back for those right, graduates. Right. And so really trying to continue to grow our partnerships with our local colleges and universities. And then lately through COVID and post pandemic or whatever we call mm-hmm, it mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. is also the individual that's um, we, we call that talent position. That's looking to, to reimagine their career. What mm-hmm. that second stage, that second act, what do they want to do? They either had a change a force changed mm-hmm. or chose to change during COVID and now they're coming back and upskilling and reskilling and retooling what they want to do with their careers, mm-hmm. whether that's start their own business or yes. pivot into something yes. different. That's where I think a lot of the labor issues are coming as people are changing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And that normal base of um, workforce is changing. And yeah. I think companies are starting to sh- figure out what that looks like. And so this is probably one of the most important things we do. Mm-hmm. You can't have great companies without great people. And so when we look at talent and workforce, this is one of the most important aspects of what we do. I think that's super um, 
you can't speak enough about, especially um, the, the, the workforce is changing. It used to be when I came along, um, go to college, get the experience, learn from somebody with the experience. The workforce is changing. That's right. Um, at this conference I just went to last week, public media, there are so many younger talent coming through now that companies are hiring because of the tech end for the most part. Mm-hmm. But then they're learning at a young age how to be leaders. I think that's monumental that you guys include them in that. It's, it's crucial. I mean, I, we always talk about and I believe that uh, you don't need a title to be a leader. And mm-hmm. you, that's you absolutely s- true. You see that the way this is changing and, and especially with the remote work and different things, you know, having supervisors right there with you, walking you through every day is not going to be the norm. Mm-hmm. And so you got to have an element of leadership and character that go through that. And uh, our six college universities prepare our young people Absolutely. and I'll put them up against any other college universities in this country. And we are blessed to have them all here together. And mm-hmm. they, what's really exciting. A lot of people don't know this. So here's a, here's a PSA, if you will. Okay. 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 Our six college university presidents and our school superintendent, they get together now for dinners and lunch and they talk to each other and they share ideas and that's special Mm -hmm. and I think you're going to see amazing things happen from that and it's exciting to see that happening so for your listeners I want you to know that's happening bet you guys didn't know that now you're getting it firsthand from Mark Owens uh, with the Greater Winston-Salem Inc. once you've gotten a company um, in pitch mode you're you're pitching the the city the county Um, you're taking them through entrepreneurial opportunities you're taking them through uh, talent and workforce opportunities that exist for them one thing that I noticed that that stood out to me you guys really get into advocacy Mm -hmm. what does that mean yeah, it means a little something different to everybody. Um, you know, we are a nonpartisan organization. So mm-hmm. what we do is we try to advocate for the business community. What's interesting is, you know, when you go to vote, you're a person voting. But mm-hmm. businesses have an interest in, in how things are done as well. And so we, we try to look at it as a team effort. Mm-hmm. We don't like to try to go to our public officials and, quote, unquote, catch them or a gotcha moment. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot behind the scenes. We have relationships we can call on individuals, and we advocate for businesses. A great example of that is the sign ordinance. There was an, a sign ordinance that was issued to to get signs into compliance with the code of the city. Mm-hmm. The, the, the end of that grace period was right when COVID started, mm-hmm. and many of the companies that were about to change over, they had to use that those funds to keep people employed. Right. So we Absolutely. worked with our city. We worked with our planning department to say, look, let's – Let's give an extension to help these businesses reinvest their dollars into the people and keep mm-hmm. people employed. Mm-hmm. And because of that relationship, the city decided, yeah, let's in the planning board and others decided and city council said, let's give that extension. It helps keep people employed. That's advocating. We took the business voice to the elected officials. The elected officials do a great job of listening and they found a way to act to, to have a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. And so I, I look at it not necessarily as we're out um, on single platforms. But what are the businesses needing at this moment? How mm-hmm. can we work together to do that? Mm-hmm. It's really also about relationships. When we recruit companies and we can have our mayor, our mayor pro tem join at lunch or join mm-hmm. at the visit or our, our, one of our county commissioners or other staff members join, that shows a unity in our mm-hmm. community that's it different. Does. Does. Um, and we had our mayor join, uh, sat with the prospect 
last week and and you know he's a busy guy but he stood he came and had lunch and was fully involved for an hour with this company mm -hmm. and we got a note afterwards that they visited six other cities we're the only one where the mayor came and spent time and had mm -hmm. significant conversations and so that happens and i think we we think of that as advocacy we think about the bringing together the public sector and the private sector to have relationships and and to speak for the business community when it needs to be done and do, do you find yourself in a, in a in a policy making role since you have the pulse of the business community at your disposal when you do, when you do go to the city or are they receptive of listening to the things that you're bringing to the table. They are. And I would say from the city, the county, and to the state level are the three areas that we work with the most. Our vice president of advocacy, Calvin McCray, does a great job of having relationships. So mm -hmm. uh, we, we like to say we don't always just call with a, a favor or an ask. We right. call what can we do as right. well, and right. it's a two-way conversation. And they are receptive. I would say we're on the policy influencing mm -hmm, realm of mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Our elected officials are the policy makers. We, mm -hmm. we try to influence that policy mm -hmm. and try to do it in a smart, planned way. It's right. not, hey, let's just change everything, but let's look at this approach. For right. example, our businesses need to make sure we're a safe community. How can we help support our our law enforcement officers, and our first responders, because that ties together. Absolutely. How do how do events in downtown help our business community? Well, it attracts great people that want to live here, that want to work here, that mm -hmm. then go work for our company. So it all ties together. It's all a big piece of the puzzle. Uh, but I would say we're more on the influencing side than the making side. But mm -hmm. we do try to come with ideas. Uh, we do like you do. We like to look at other cities and go to conferences and mm -hmm. learn from others mm -hmm. and not necessarily – reinvent the wheel all the time, but yeah. we try to bring ideas and, uh, and be good citizens of our community and, and give those businesses a voice as well. Okay. Well, we've talked about economic development, entrepreneurship, talent and workforce, advocacy. Anything you want to add to that uh, as your last pitch uh, in this particular segment to talk about the advantage of living here in Winston-Salem. Oh, yeah. I, well, you know, I, I moved here, my wife and I and our little, little boy, Luke moved here in the end of 2017 mm. and it's home. We love it from, so much from the upstate of South Carolina, okay. Greer, South Carolina. Okay. Um, and I, I will just say that we have absolutely loved it. So this is what we tell companies when they come here. Mm -hmm. Okay. We got 217 days a year of sunshine. Mm -hmm. You can get anywhere in tw our average drive time to your employment is 22 minutes. That's mm -hmm. 22 miles. Right. So anywhere you want, you can go about uh, maybe less than half a mile in Atlanta in 22 minutes. I was about to say, so that speaks to the traffic issue. We talk none. none. We talk about <laughs> mobility. We talk about events that we have in the year. One of the things about living here that I think is understated is mm -hmm. having two amazing healthcare systems. Yes, um, yes. You have choices and you, you don't have to go far if you need a specialist. Uh, I don't mind that there's a little competition because there's new towers and new offices being built. So as a resident of the community, you have first class health care. Mm -hmm. You have continued education. We we out punch in our weight class, if you will, on the arts. Our arts community is incredible. It's huge. I don't need to be the person to tell you that, but no. our, our arts community is uh, equivalent, if not better, than many big cities. Yes, it is. And it's more accessible and from a cost, ease to do it. I mean, it's amazing every night of a week you can find something that you want to do and mm -hmm. and and it's really those are the elements that we've really started to lead with our pitches mm -hmm. especially since covid mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and i don't want to say that covid helped us with an advantage of it but 
people started thinking about their work-life balance differently. I think we all have. And and being able to be this size of a community but have those amenities mm-hmm. is really appealing to people. And at the end of the day, a company is going to locate or not locate, mm-hmm. but a person's making that decision. Yes. And so if we is. and we have to have that living here component at that top lifestyle. So my pitch to everybody is you've got to come see Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. visit. Come spend some time here. Mm-hmm. You're going to fall in love with our community. Mm-hmm. We do things better. We have things that we have to improve on. So does everyone. Yes. But we talk about them. And we get together and we look at how we do that together. And we tell folks that you can come to Winston-Salem and get plugged in in a week if you want to. If, you, if you're progressive, you definitely can. Right. If you're progressive and you put the effort in and want to do it, mm-hmm. you can get plugged in and find an area to have your voice heard. And that's what we really think is special about our community. We tell that story. Uh, but what I would say is people expect me to say that mm-hmm. <laughs> to all your listeners here. You know, if you will take that message and go tell your friends and family, Absolutely. post it on your social medias yes. and spread the news. Yes. That's the best thing you can do. When people say, what can I do to help with yeah. Winston-Salem, yeah. with Greater Winston-Salem, you can spread. I say, tell the story. Because yeah. people want myself, or you know, they think I'm going to tell that, or the mayor. Mm-hmm. People expect that, but mm-hmm. tell all your friends and family about what a great community it is. We're going to make sure we do it in a smart way, so we keep our drive times the right, right way. Right, right? right we don't right, want right. we don't right. want to flood it in, but we also want to have smart growth yeah. and have the opportunity for economic mobility for everyone. That's what it's really down to at the end of the day is providing opportunities and mm-hmm. choices, mm-hmm. and we're excited that we get to do it. It's it's. It's a lot of fun to wake up every day and try to help, you know, drive our economic future forward as a community. And it's great to play a part of that. Yeah. Hey, hey, Mark, before we get out of here, um, we've talked about everything uh, that has to do. And, and by the way, if you are by any chance in traffic for more than a minute uh, per mile, you always have the radio station to ease your mind. Just turn us on, you know, leave us in the backdrop. Just enjoy the great music we have. Now, with that pitch out of the way, That's right. let me let you to get uh, – I want you to smell your roses. <laughs> At this point, where where did Mark Owens – well, we talked about the northern part of South Carolina. Sure. Your background. Sure. Gr- quick story. I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and uh, went to a small school in – the middle of the state Presbyterian college uh, played soccer in college that gave me an opportunity to, to find my way. And I interned at a chamber of commerce. And so I'm super passionate about work-based learning opportunities. That's Mm -hmm. why we have a lot of internship programs. Mm -hmm. I believe an internship can either tell you that you want to do that career or that you don't want to do that career. And I think both answers are very valuable. Absolutely. And so I moved to Greer, South Carolina and took an entry level role in the chamber of commerce in Greer, South Carolina Uh, We had six people, and I did four of those six jobs by the time I was the CEO um, and got married and and moved here to Winston-Salem. And so my wife and I, we love it here. We've been able to come come into the community, get engaged, and then be able to bring economic development into our organization. You know, I'm I'm very fortunate. I always have a lot of great people around. We have Mm -hmm. a fantastic board of directors, an amazing, amazing team of 16 at mm-hmm. the Greater Winston-Salem, Inc. And so we do it together. I'm a big team person. I think mm-hmm. uh, my sports background has um, shown that you, you can't do anything by yourself. And, and that's what really drove me here to Winston was it's a community that wanted to do it together, and mm-hmm. they were open to ideas. And even though I'm not from here, 
uh, have the ability to, to come in and lend a voice. And I always like to say, Brian, I'm, I'm helping write the next chapter of Winston-Salem's story. And we all get to be co-authors. Yes, yes. And I think that's just what I try to do every day is try to bring people's voices to the forefront to say, this is what we need to do and let's keep pushing forward. And mm-hmm. everybody goes back to their own business or area every, every day, but mm-hmm. we try to mm-hmm. keep the community side going forward. And it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's um, a great career path for anybody interested in looking at economic development. Uh, you can really have an, a, a reason and a calling, if you will, of yes. doing something a little bigger than yourself. So yes, it's a lot yes. of fun. Well, that, that, you know, I think we're blessed to have you here. Uh, the energy, the passion. I think I was at one of the meetings. We had a membership meeting uh, one day, and I think it was one. It was one of your first days there, and I remember when they introduced you. And I went, man, this man has so much energy and passion about what he's doing. So that's great for us. Um, Thank you. Great vision. Um, all of you business owners, entrepreneurs out there that are not a part of the chamber, uh, I think you should really look into it because for what you get for membership, it, it far exceeds any, for me, uh, monumental or any monetary value. Uh, you can't get this information just by being a member of an organization, typically. You have to go to school to find out all this stuff. So I'm, I'm glad that we have you here. Thank you. I'm glad that your vision is in place. I've seen it in action myself. Um, so thank you. thank you. Anything else that we may have missed in our conversation? Well, I, I get excited. We could do this all day. So mm-hmm. I would just say if anybody has any questions or thoughts, please reach out to us. You know, mm-hmm. once you can find all of our email and phone numbers right there. Just let us know if you have a, if you have a thought about how to improve our community, you have a thought of, I, I won't, maybe want to join and be a part of it, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I qualify. Yes, you qualify. We want to have everybody involved. We'll yes. find a way to make it happen. Uh, so please let us know, just yes. reach out. Don't let there be a barrier of, you know, maybe this is a, a question that doesn't sound right or whatnot. No, mm-hmm. call us, let us mm-hmm. know. We want to help have that conversation relationship and it's just a, it's an honor to get to be a part of this community and get to help lead in this way. And really appreciate you having me with you. Oh, no, no, no. It was my pleasure to have you on. As, as we talked about off, off mic, it's important that nonprofits um, get an opportunity to do their pitches, uh, to do their marketing. Uh, you don't always get an opportunity to do that in, in commercial media. And, and that's what I'm here for. And that's what I love about working in public media now. We're creative. We are. We don't have the time restraints that commercial radio does. If the if the information is compelling, oh, you it's going to be on the air. It's going to be on the air, and it, it, there's no specific amount of time that it takes to get that information out. So I really appreciate your time uh, and your devotion to what you're doing, and having the time to come and talk to us today as well. Well, thank you, and thank you for this platform, not only for our nonprofit, for all the nonprofits in the community. Really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you. That is Mark Owens, President and CEO of Greater Winston. Salem Inc. Some of you may have known it before as Chamber of Commerce. Let's let's get used to branding it the way that it's supposed to be. Greater Winston Salem Inc. And you can find them at winstonsalem.com.